Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast, Wannabe NYC, with me, your host, Joe Wassel. Hey guys, how is everybody doing? What have you been up to? I can assure you that I was not a very good steward of this podcast the last couple of weeks, I guess now. It has been crazy busy. So I know I say that all the time, and I don't know if it's just a way to comfort myself for lack of being able to be consistent or what, but it gets like the best of you. And before you know it, you are in deep. So we went to a birthday party on the 14th and I kid you not the next day, which was a Sunday, I woke up and I was so sick. It wasn't COVID, but it definitely was a something that, you know, produced flu-like symptoms and I felt so sick. And then um, it turned into like allergies, like a sinus infection. And shortly after that, my daughter and my husband caught salmonella from that peanut butter recall that we had. And it was just so disgusting. Um, Last Tuesday, we went out to Glen Rose, Texas, where they have this kind of like dinosaur world theme park. It's very cute. I think that all children under the age of like maybe like seven or eight would probably love it. We have been a couple times now, I think three or four times, and it's always so fun. And so my husband had the day off and he was like, hey, do you want to go? And I was like, sure, why not? I was kind of on the mend, you know, because as a mom, you don't really get a sick day. You just kind of, you know, do as you can and just get up and go because that's our job. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's go for it. So we drove out there. It's about an hour away. We get there. Everything is fine. We're walking around. The kids are having a good time. I mean, the park is pretty much ours. I think there was like one other parent with the child, but other than that, it was just, you know, it was just us. We're hanging out and we complete the tour. And then all of a sudden, you know, things start coming up from the mouth. And before we knew it, we were like packing up and leaving. The thing is that we had planned to do a picnic there. And so the one time I even packed like sunscreen and um, extra clothes and shoes and snacks and water. I mean, we were prepared. Okay. When I tell you we were prepared, we're freaking prepared. And of course, this is the one time that we're so prepared that we end up having to leave because, you know, my daughter is like, poor thing, throwing up her guts. And we basically had to rush her to the ER clinic. And it was so heartbreaking because you never want to see your kid go through anything because the poor thing could not stop throwing up. She was hooked up to an IV and eventually she, you know, got better. But about 24 hours later, she started having those same symptoms again, and we rushed her to the actual ER at the hospital. So no more incidents since then. Um, It wasn't until this weekend, so a couple days ago, that we found out it was salmonella. And it was literally all of the symptoms that were listed on that article. Um, My husband had it too, and so it was just disgusting. So that is what I've been up to. Also trying to like not lose it because there's a lot of like other personal stuff that I'm trying to figure out with like my career choices and what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, and I'm just trying to catch my breath. So it has been hectic, but it has been good. So you know I've been keeping up with all things pop culture despite the fact that my world is like falling apart. But, okay, one thing I haven't been keeping up with, but then just sort of like jump back on the bandwagon, was the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial. So today... 
um, May 25th, he was called back up on the stand and they're doing some sort of like cross examination. I don't really know what stage of the trial we are in, which I should considering I'm a law student myself, but I too have fallen off that track. So all I know is um, he's going to be cross-examined today, and we also had a video call from England from Kate Moss herself, who just kind of clarified what had happened um, in the alleged, you know, push fall down the stairs. And so she says that he caught her. She never fell. Um, I'm sorry. He caught her. He didn't push her. So um, it was kind of like a bit of a disappointing video call because it was only like five minutes, you know, and of course, I don't think that she was originally supposed to be a part of the trial. So I think it was just sort of like a last minute thing. So I'm surprised that she was even able to do that. But I am now trying to figure out where we go from here. I think that this is the last week for the trial, and I think that we are trying to have closing arguments um, quite soon. So I don't know what's going to happen. I think that the whole purpose of this for Johnny Depp was to just be able to clear his name, which is not, you know, something out of this world. I completely understand. And I feel like I would do the same too, you know, considering the allegations that were made about him and towards him. But, you know, the law is still the law. And that's not to say that Johnny couldn't have been a victim of domestic violence himself. It's just to say that most of the time, women who go through those things in any type of situation and to any extent, the law does tend to favor women the most. So I don't know. I'm not saying that she wasn't or that he wasn't or he was and she was. I don't know. All I'm saying is based on past events, I would be truly shocked if Johnny Depp won this trial. But, you know, we still have a couple days and we'll just have to see what happens. Unless you've been living under a rock, you now know Kourtney Kardashian married Travis Barker over the weekend in Portofino, Italy. And I kept typing into my Google search bar, what is current time in Portofino, Italy, like all weekend long. Um, It is just so much math. I don't have time for math. Me and math, we don't go, we don't do. It's just, we don't have a relationship, okay? But anyway, it was a Dolce & Gabbana Catholic extravaganza. I think that a lot of people have a lot of thoughts about the Kardashian wedding, but because some of these people's opinions are very pronounced on the internet, either because they have a really big following or because they are, you know, high up there in the fashion world, I do think that the commentary has been very restricted. Um, You know, for me personally, I would have never chosen that sort of theme or vibe or whatever you want to call it. Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't appreciate certain aspects or elements of it. Like her veil was absolutely gorgeous. And the fact that it was a tribute to a tattoo that Travis has, um, you know, that stands for family, respect and loyalty. I think that that's beautiful. I think that that's the key to a successful marriage, a, a very strong family unit. You know, um, I think that, the fact that they were friends for so long probably contributes majorly to that. And I like that about them. I like that they kind of just do their own thing. They're not really concerned with what's trendy, what's not. Um, I will say that considering that Dolce & Gabbana was the host of the wedding, I don't really know why. 
I have been doing my research. Please know that I have been doing that. But I am always just so shocked because the Kardashians do not do anything unless there is money involved. We all know this. This is not a secret. The Kardashians are after that coin, as you should be, especially in this damn economy, okay? So we have still zero clues what the deal is with coca-cola products but we definitely know that they've been pushing that now for a while even on their show chloe just did an interview with amanda hirsch from not skinny not fat she was drinking out of a coca-cola can um which i know most people are like oh not a big deal but i do think that they don't make any moves without making sure they're getting paid. So I keep trying to go back in my head and thinking about, okay, where did we see a lot of Dolce on the Kardashians? Where, 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 where? And I still cannot, I can't hit it, you guys. I don't know. But, um, you know, if if you know anything about fashion or you are familiar with that fashion scene, you know that Dolce & Gabbana is a label that has been very much talked about, not for the positive, very much negative due to racism and sexism and just a lot of things that, you know, aren't necessarily um, great and wonderful and beautiful. So it was a very odd choice that that's what they went with. But, you know, at the end of the day, if we're being completely honest, if a major fashion label came up to me and was like, I will host and produce and dress your entire event and all you have to do is show up and post photos, I know you guys know that I hella would be doing that. I would be like, hell yeah. I'm not even gonna think twice. So maybe that's what they did too. I know that there's like a million alcohol brands that celebrities try and throw our way, but there is something unique about a celebrity that kind of strays from the alcohol and goes into home things or like baby things. And I'm just like here for it. Why? Because I don't think that there is a celebrity that I like enough to be like, I totally want to buy their alcohol. Why? Because I know what I like when it comes to that kind of consumption and it's just not going to be swayed because my favorite celebrity is on a bottle. The only exception, okay, and I don't even think that I would drink from it. I think it's just so that I could have it in my office would be my uh, Gam Gam Martha Stewart. I just love her. She is a breath of fresh air. She gives all the Connecticut that I hope one day I can be. So yeah, no, that's the only one that I would buy. And again, that's only for like decoration purposes. There is not a liquor that I would purchase by a celebrity endorsed or made or whatever the hell. Um, I don't like anybody that much, but I will say this. I was flipping through Allure magazine and I came across this really cute bottle. It's like an amber color and it says on the front home core room deodorant. And as I read the description, I realized that it was Courtney Cox, you know, Monica from Friends. She started a home goods label and it's got like lotions and hand soaps and I guess now room deodorant. And I thought that was so interesting. And I was like, you know what? Good for her. So I went onto the website and I started checking out their different scents and stuff. It's very clean products. Um, not only that, but I didn't realize she was a fan of Huga, you know, the Danish concept of cozy and creating an atmosphere in your home. I will say this, the soaps and stuff are sort of expensive. Um, they're kind of like, what, like two, three dollar signs. So a 60 plus dollars. But I was like, you know what? You go Courtney Cox, because I don't feel that the market is super saturated with celebrity home products or like 
baby products just yet. I feel like there's certain markets that have not been bombarded by celebrities. Now, with that said, we can also talk about the markets that have been completely saturated by celebrities like perfumes, alcohol. Um, Do not even get me started on skincare lines. No, immediately no. We're not going to do that. So yeah, I was like, you know what? I think I might buy one of these products. I'm just so intrigued on what that smells like. Scents sort of give like um, Joe Malone vibes. You know, you've got rose, pear, mint, cece, whatever that is. I don't know what that is. Let's see. We're going to click on it. I think it's just like a type of flower perhaps. But anyway, I'm very interested and I think that I might purchase a product. I don't know if I will love it, but for $70, I better freaking love it and use it every single day of my life. So, <laughs> I mean, it gets pretty pricey from there. They also have like a trio um, and a hand cream collection and a candle collection. And we're looking at about 150 plus, you know, sort of starting to dabble into the 200. So it's pricey, but you know, she's lending the name. I don't know if she's an investor in the company or if it's just her lending her name or like how involved she is, but I'm excited to try it. And I just, I think that there's not really a lot of celebrities that have, um, you know, gone into that market and or been successful. I mean, Perhaps with the exception of like Gwyneth Paltrow with the candles and stuff, you know, but there's no one really else that comes to mind. And please don't say Jessica Simpson because we all know Jessica Simpson, some of her stuff does end up going to like TJ Maxx and Ross and there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm talking very specific because Jessica Simpson's line is now over the last 10 years very broad, right? And so I'm not going to even go there because I feel like it's like an endless, very successful list. Um, But even Bethany Frankel, who has also significantly expanded the skinny girl line, I don't think there's home stuff yet. So this is brilliant. I feel like good for home court, um, aka Courtney Cox, Monica from Friends. Her product is now on the market and I'm very excited to try it. I hope that it is good enough for me to pay a hundred plus dollars because, you know, I'm good with my Glade 11.95 from Target, but if this is going to promise me that it's going to cancel out all the nasty smells from the people up in this bitch, then yeah, I'm going to take it. I know that I've mentioned this a couple times on the podcast, but you know that I am a massive fan of Dumois World, and they were talking about a basketball player that is very much wanting to take Selena Gomez out on a date. So we don't know a lot of details. Obviously, the name was not given, and he is just absolutely willing to wait it out until he has a way to properly ask her out. And so I thought that was so funny because when she hosted SNL a couple weeks ago, which, by the way, she was so funny in, I cannot even. If you haven't taken the time to watch the replay, please do so, especially if you're having like a rough day or like, you know, you're not feeling your best, do it. So funny. Oh my gosh. Especially. Especially the one skit with the boyfriend and girlfriend, um, you know, having doubts on if who's cheating on who. Oh my gosh. My husband and I watched that like four times and we laughed so loud each time. It was so good. It was so funny. And so was the Bratz, the Bratz skit. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's annoying. I will stop because unless you've watched it, you have no idea what I'm talking about. 
But anyway, I thought it was so funny because she said in her opening monologue how she's single and she had known that SNL was a good way to meet people. And so seeing these messages pop up on the Dumois account, I'm like, LOL, like obviously she's not struggling to find a date. She's just wanting to make sure she doesn't get herself in a mess again. And look, I'm not even going to front, okay? We can say we have all moved on. We have all healed from Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez. He's been married to Haley Bieber for years now. But look, you never really recover. When a man has done you wrong and has cheated on you and has made you feel like trash, not to say that maybe she didn't have her own part to play in that relationship failing, but okay, it definitely messes with you and it makes you question everybody's intentions. It makes you think that nobody is really out there for you. That's going to be good to you. So everything is very defensive, right? So um, I don't know. I, I hope that this NBA player will be able to muster up enough confidence, courage, or whatever it is that he's needing to ask her out because I just want to see this happen for her. I want to see her out and about in LA or, you know, doing whatever with her mans and just living her best life, which I know, of course, you don't need a man to live your best life. But I think that since she is so open about how single she is, and she even makes fun of herself on TikTok quite often, which I find to be so entertaining because it is refreshing to see a celebrity be able to poke fun at themselves and you actually know they're not doing it for the views or the likes. Like they're just doing it because they think it's funny, you know? Some of her TikToks are super odd and I'm like, mm, girl, like, did you let your friend see this before you posted it? Or like, <laughs> you know, what's happening here? But good for her. I think she's definitely grown into her own skin and gosh, she's doing so much stuff for mental health and um, with this tragedy that happened in Texas, raising money for um, gun laws and just all the stuff that she does is so incredible. I think that she's such a good person. Selena Gomez is such a damn powerhouse. Like, holy hell is she a powerhouse. She has all her T's crossed and her I's dotted, and she doesn't really take any shit. You know, I think that maybe she used to because she was just under this umbrella of Disney startlets and, and you know, pop culture, whatever. I'm, I don't know, I'm just so mesmerized by all the stuff that she's done and everything she's accomplished. And I cannot wait for the second season of Murders in the Building. At first, when I turned it on with my husband, Michael, we were like, mm, like, we weren't really sure if we were going to commit to this show. Um, because I have my comfort shows that I always go back to, like Parks and Rec, The Office, Friends, Sex and the City. And so I'm not really open to new TV shows. Like I really need to like somebody on the show or I really need to sort of be intrigued by the story. And I wasn't um, intrigued by the story of murders in the building, but I was, you know, obviously a fan of Selena. So I'm so glad we gave it a shot. Now I'm just anxiously waiting for the next season and I cannot wait. It premieres in like a month. So anyway. Anyway, with all that said, NBA player, wherever you are, look, I think you'll be fine. I think as long as you do it the right way, whatever that makes sense to you, um, but definitely go for it. And um, I hope we get to see a picture or two. All right, guys, well, that is all I have for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that I kept you company in whatever it is that you're doing. As mundane as it may be, I hope that I was there to fill in that gap for you. Make sure that you rate the podcast, follow and subscribe. And also, you know where the party is at, okay? Over on Instagram at wannabe NYC. Yep. 
I switched it up a little bit because, you know, I don't think that anybody actually <laughs> changes their username as much as I have in the last year, even in like the last six months. But you know what? My username, my handles, they change as I do. So grow, 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 glow, glow, glow. Anyway, I hope that you have a wonderful weekend. And by the time that you're listening to this, we probably will have a verdict on the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard case. So, you know, I'll be back, God willing, next week so that we can catch up on that as well. So go on, be great. And remember, don't forget to do your own thing, create your vibe and thrive. I'll talk to you soon.